Hi there, it's Melvin. Just wanted to take a moment to thank the team over at Thryzer for supporting this month's podcast sessions. Thryzer is a payment platform that you have to check out if you are a private pay therapist and accepting out-of-network benefits. It basically helps clients save on therapy up front. Thryzer can help verify a client's out-of-network benefit ahead of the first session so that they get transparency up front on what their out-of-pocket costs will be. I'll tell you more about Thryzer here in the middle of our session, but if you go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, you actually and then enter the code STC upon sign up, you get your first $2,500 in fees waived. Again, that's over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, and be sure to enter the promo code STC. So we'll jump right into today's podcast session. Hello, hello. Welcome to session 255 of Selling the Couch. I hope that you are having a wonderful day. I'm actually recording this in mid-September, and uh, it is getting significantly cooler here in Philly. I hope that wherever you are, that you are doing okay, especially to our colleagues on the West Coast that are battling these wildfires and our colleagues in the South that are dealing with hurricanes and uh, all of us that are dealing with this continuing pandemic and all of our colleagues that are navigating um, so many things with continued relating to systemic and racial injustice. I hope that you are doing okay and taking good care of yourself. Speaking of taking good care of yourself, today's episode is actually something I've been wanting to do for a while, which is a topic or an episode that's focused on the importance of doing our own work in therapy um, in order to be effective business owners and just effective people. I shared this on the interview, but especially I've been in therapy various seasons of my life. The first time I ever was in therapy was the first year of college uh, where I went through a significant bout of depression related to just struggling academically, a place I was just really not used to being. And that meeting with that therapist really propelled me actually into becoming a psychologist. And I've sought my own therapy at various points of my life to deal with my own trauma. And especially, I think more recently, to deal with as STC has grown, as I navigate these sort of different worlds, and especially someone that's a, that's quieter and more introverted. And, and I would say, if I've, you know, I've taken some of these like highly sensitive person measures, and I've like, really peaked on a lot of them. And so just trying to navigate all of that. And especially in the light of this pandemic here, I actually started my own therapy about five weeks ago as I record this. And it's been wonderful. It's given me such a different perspective on things and just the importance. And today we are joined by Biz, Elizabeth Cush, Biz, who uh, you'll refer to, hear me refer to. Biz has become a really good friend. She's coming back on the podcast, and I just thought this would be such a great topic because Biz has done and continues to do her own therapy, and we're talking more about you know what made Biz get into therapy, what are some of the ways that it's benefited her as a business owner, some of the things that she's had to navigate, and I definitely share some of the lessons that I've learned along the way as well. 
wanted to invite you to download the free online course guide if you are thinking about launching an online course and just want some things that have been helpful uh, for me and some of the tough lessons that I learned along the way. You can again download that over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. And as I mentioned right at the beginning, we're actually starting a live cohort called Online Course School. This is a great opportunity to join with other therapists to validate and launch and record your online course. The best way to find out about this and to keep updated when the cohort launches is to download, again, the online course guide over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. So we'll get right to today's podcast conversation. Here's my conversation with Elizabeth Cush from ProgressionCounseling.com. Hey, Viz, welcome to Selling the Couch. Thanks, Melvin. I'm so excited to be back on talking to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful that you're back on. This topic is one I just think is so important, especially in the context of the times that we live in, right? With the pandemic. I mean, even as we record this, there's wildfires on the a lot of primarily the West Coast. There continues to be systemic issues and racial injustice that's happening. So, you know, we are and we as clinicians are seeing, uh, you know, we are the the ones that many times are handling things, right? How people are coping, how people are dealing. And I'm a big proponent of doing your own therapy. As you know, this is actually I've, I've done I've done my own therapy in multiple seasons, and even like five weeks ago, I jumped back in because like the stress of this pandemic as it continues to unfold, it was just getting too overwhelming. And I'm I'm looking forward to this conversation because um, you know I, I do I'm a big believer that therapists I mean that therapists should do their own therapy. And then I also feel like it just makes us better people and better business owners. So grateful for you for having this conversation. Yeah, I'm so I'm so excited that you wanted to have this conversation because I do feel like there is, and I'm not saying that everybody feels this way, but I think there is some stigma about like a therapist should be grounded enough or, you know, mm. in their own settled enough in their own stuff that they don't necessarily, that they shouldn't need therapy. And I, I think that we should all be in therapy, everybody, but therapists in particular, (laughs) because we're, we're not only are we handling our own stuff, but we're also taking on or listening to bringing into our lives, the stories of our clients and the struggles that they're having too. Yeah. Right. It's one of the best things I think we can do just for our health overall. Yes, I agree. I agree. What made you realize that doing your own therapy was so important? Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot since we, you know, initially sort of talked about doing this. And I think that one supervision initially really helped me and um, my continued consultation around trauma really helped me recognize that having somebody else to talk to about one, client stuff, but two, how it's impacting me is so important. But I think the big thing that I realized is like as I began marketing myself in a really truly authentic way, so owning that I'm a trauma survivor and wanting to help the people who have experienced similar things that I have and have healed from, clients who were going through 
often very similar things to what I had been through myself were walking in the door. And so <laughs> I think I was getting, you know, I, I recognized that some of their stuff was triggering me and my trauma. And I knew that it was really important to sort of tease that out so that I could be as grounded and present as possible. That's such a good way of putting it. I mean, what a, I don't know, like a humble and and painful realization, right? Like Mm -hmm. to walk in and see these clients and to realize like, oh my gosh, like I, I want to be a good therapist for them. And maybe one of the best ways I can do that is to do my own work because I don't want my own trauma to like negatively impact the therapeutic relationship and negatively impact their own healing. Absolutely. And to negatively impact me, you know, if I'm constantly getting triggered and not really recognizing it, I'm not in that truly grounded place that, you know, I need to be to be a good therapist. You use the word trauma survivor. And I, I mean, one, I, I just like, I'm so encouraged the fact that you even shared that, you know, is that something that you talk about on your website, write and share on podcasts, like in blog posts, like how do you incorporate the fact that you have your own trauma history into, into the business? Yeah. Well, I would say that's a place where my therapy has been really helpful too, is Mm -hmm. that for a long time, I didn't know how to talk about it. And I really probably wasn't in a place where I could talk about it that in, in a, in a way that would be helpful. Right. You know, that, that so, but I do, I, I blog about it. I write about it. So it's on my website. I think it's probably in my about page. I don't, I'm not remembering off the top of my head, but I do talk about it on the podcast a lot. I mean, not like every episode, but if it's relevant, it because not that I want to overshare in terms of what my experience is, but I want to be clear that I too have been through and healed. And so I know it's possible. I know what it took to get me to this place. And so I think it's important to to validate other clients like where they are and where they could be. Yeah, that's such a good way of looking at it, right? So you're not disclosing for the sake of like necessarily just like putting your stuff out there, mm-hmm. but it's more as a way of encouragement, like this is where I was and this is how therapy helped me, right? It's to instill that sense of hope even before a client or a potential client even even calls you. Yes, yes. And I think that my therapist has helped me, well, all, you know, all the therapists I've seen throughout my life have helped me heal and to the point where I, I can talk about it and, and, and I'm okay talking about it. So it's, it's, that's been really important. Yeah. Yeah. How have your clients like reacted to, you know, like seeing stuff on yeah. the website or hearing on a podcast or a blog post? Well, it's interesting because I would say some clients are very actively, you know, sort of consuming what I'm putting out there. So I do have clients that will come in and say, Oh, I listened to your episode on, I'm not thinking of one off the top of my head, you know, where you shared this experience that, you know, your parents were emotionally unavailable and that made it really hard for you or whatever. And for them, it it's they're they're saying like 
it's so important for me that you get it, that you understand what's happening for me. So for them, you know, so in some ways it's great. It's, it's a way to, that they feel that they can trust me, that I understand their experience. And it almost, I mean, I mean, I must hear it like it gives them maybe words or language that maybe they hadn't, didn't have access to or didn't even think about or, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it helps them trust me that I'm not just saying, you know, yes, I understand when, yes, I really, truly do understand. Yeah. So I've gotten emails from people who listen to the podcast that aren't clients that have reached out to say how episodes have touched them, you know, by me sharing my personal experience. So that's really great and validating too. So it's, it's, I haven't, yeah, I haven't had any negative pushback around it. So that's good. (laughs) That could happen, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. right. That's always, I think, the dilemma. I think many of us are scared of that aspect, right? Like putting ourselves out there could lead to pushback. And I mean, and I think you're right. Like, I think there always could be a scenario uh, where that happens. And again, this is, I feel like I haven't, I'm still like doing the work related Mm. to this, but Mm -hmm. I feel like putting yourself out there, it helps so many people, more people, it it seems to help more people than the, you know, one person that once in a while may reach out or say something negative, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And, you know, I, I think too, therapy has helped me recognize that there are things, either one maybe that I'm not ready to share or that isn't, I don't need to share, you know, like I don't have to go into detail about my own personal trauma. One, I'm not sure if that's helpful, but two, if it's something that I'm still working on and still feeling really, really vulnerable, and I feel like Brene Brown has a great quote, which I'm not thinking of right now, but but basically you don't share what you're not ready to share. Yeah, right. And that's such a good way of looking at it, right? Because then, yeah, I, I think the question you're really asking is like, what is the intent of the sharing, right? Yes. And is it ultimately helpful to people? Is it helpful to me? All of those different things. So I have a really random question, which I mean, is related to this, but sometimes I feel like this is still, I think, part of my own work is I sometimes feel like I don't share certain things because like there are certain people, for example, like maybe family members or, you know, that are still living, right? That could potentially hear this. Yep. So how do you, because I I think this is a dilemma that a lot of clinicians, especially the ones love to like share and connect on that way, like they struggle with. So how do you balance that? How do you navigate that? Yeah, that is something that I still sort of walk a thin line on. My mom is still alive. My dad has passed. My abuser was a family member and he's passed. So there are still people out there that, that yeah, that I could hurt, I suppose, or inadvertently share things they didn't want me to share. But I guess I, I'm settled enough in it that it's like this did happen. I <laughs> honestly, I don't think my relatives listen to my <laughs> interviews and podcasts. So there's that. Yeah, right. But, you know, if they reached out and wanted to have a conversation about what I was sharing, I would be totally okay with that. But I'm, 
I, yeah. So I guess that's kind of where I am, but it is hard. It is hard. And I have struggled with that for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you said that because I mean, and to be like full, like self-disclosure, it's something I've struggled with and not just on this, on the podcast, but like, even like social media posts, right? Like, I feel like I could say something that actually would be so helpful for a lot of folks, but then I'm constantly sort of trying to navigate that thing around, like, you know, like family shame and all of that kind of stuff, right? Like, oh yeah. 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 And so I don't know, it's, it's, I'm glad you said that, you know, it is, you're walking always that thin line and trying to navigate it. And I think the big thing is, again, going back to like what we the main topic, which is the importance of doing our own work, right? So we can learn to how do we handle mm-hmm. this situation when it comes up? You know, what do we disclose? Is this worth disclosing? What if there's pushback? How do we respond to that? You know, and just having a place to be able to talk about that, I just think it's just so important. Oh, yeah, it really is. And I've explored it in different creative ways too. So, you know, sharing. So whether it's like writing, I have a writing coach that I work with, Marisa Gowdy, and Mm -hmm. she's very attuned to sharing a story in a way that's healing for you and not going to hurt you. So that's Mm -hmm. been really helpful, the writing piece, but it's also helpful in terms of sort of structuring a podcast episode and what am I going to share? What am I going to put out there? And I am often talking to my therapist, like when things are coming up that I feel like would be important to share and it feels, and I'm not quite sure if I'm ready, like that's a great place to test it out, you know, to kind of work through what it is that's happening internally for me. And like, why do I want to share it? What's the purpose? How is this going to help? And yeah. Yeah. That's such a good way of looking at it. How do you think your own therapy has made you a better business owner? It's well, like we said at the beginning, I think I'm a better therapist for it. So Mm. I think people want to work with me because, yeah, I'm authentic and genuine and show up in a way that's hopefully coming from this very grounded, true self. It's also helped me work through just with all. So even before the most recent Black men and women who've been killed by police. I had begun this journey of anti-racism and trying to kind of be more attuned to my own racism that being a white woman in America sort of just has instilled in me. And my therapist has been very helpful in that, just helping me kind of walk through that. So I feel like that makes me a better business owner. I also have an opportunity to... I could talk to her about business as well as clients. So yes, I get consultation on clients, which I have a consultation group, but I see my therapist every week and my consultation group only meets once a month. So I have the opportunity if there is something that's coming up in sessions with a client that I'm trying to figure out why I'm feeling a certain way. Often it's anxious. You know, that's my go-to feeling. <laughs> like I, 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 I have a space to talk about that. And that I think just what be, helps me be, be a better therapist too. But just business stuff, when I considered starting the podcast, that took a lot for me. I'm pretty much an introvert and I think I have traits of a highly sensitive person. And so plus being a trauma survivor, it was really a lot was coming up for me around sharing myself and my voice. And 
she really helped me kind of walk through that process and help me figure out that this was something that was really important to me. And I'm so glad that I did it. Yeah, I feel like um, even before we started recording, I mean, you just said it so beautifully. I, I think, you know, there's one of the things I think that's just been so helpful for my own therapy is like, and I'm, I'm similar to you, like, I feel like anxiety is my natural sort of reaction. And then I feel like if I'm just being completely honest, especially prior to STC, I felt like I had so many like big dreams and not even like business necessarily like business dreams, but like personal dreams and stuff. And I, I would always get to that edge where I wanted to do it. And then I would just get so scared and then I would just kind of retreat back. And I think one of the most like healing things for me in therapy has been, like you said, like that place to be able to talk about that fear and respond to the fear as opposed to just reacting to it because it's there, you know? Yes, yes, yes. And and yeah, we we talked about that at the beginning. Yeah, I tend to right, approach life from a space of fear just because of my history and to be able to work through it and still step forward is so, I think that's been the best gift of therapy and has helped my business because I I'm not sure I would have been able to write what I've written, you know, put out the podcast episodes, but also market myself. That's a very, very, very hard place for me. Marketing myself is very difficult for me and therapy has really helped there too. That's, I guess, related to that question. What what was so hard about the marketing piece? Well, I mean, really you're selling yourself, right? I mean, and and to... I think it just feels very vulnerable to me to be saying like, this is not, I am not one to, if you were to talk to me about like, how are you doing? I'm not going to say, oh my God, my business is great. I'm filled with clients. My podcast is growing. Like I don't, I don't, that's just not my nature, right? So to put myself out there in a way that's like, look at me, come work with me. I have this thing that I want to share. It's hard. It's just really hard. I really resonate with that. Yeah, it's uh it is like I feel like so many of us in the field like we're wounded healers, right? And mm-hmm. we're like really meant to do great things in the world, whatever that looks like for all of us, right? And yeah, yeah, there is that part. It's like uh, just that uh that fear of like mm-hmm. selling or or you know like putting yourself out there and just the vulnerability and you know, it is, mm-hmm. it's not, none of this is really easy at all. No, no, it's not. It's not. I wanted to share actually something really kind of maybe practical, but you know, I, as I shared, I, I recently started my own therapy and I've had an online practice for, for a long time and even pre-pandemic and it's been really helpful. And I mean, prior to the pandemic, I was seeing a therapist in person, right? Right. But it's been really helpful for me to do to actually get on like doxy me and experience it from the perspective of a client. Yes. Like I don't know. I think it's just even just like what the way I write about it now or, or I'm thinking about writing about it on my website, mm-hmm. it just makes I don't know. There's such a, a different sort of clarity that I have because I felt like prior to that, it's like, oh, you log in here and you know. Yeah. But like now I can say, you know, it's going to feel really weird because you're going to go in a waiting room and you're going to wait for me 
but there's no one else there. And, and then, you know, prior to doing that, you know, here are the things to do. And this is why that's important. You know, like, I just feel like there's a personal thing to it. So. Oh, I know. I know. And, and I think it's funny when uh, I went, I also went from, yeah, in person, face to face to online with my therapist. And I can remember after like the first couple of sessions being like, oh, this just isn't the same. (laughs) You know, it's not going to be the same. I won't be able to share as much as I, and like soon after that, you know, I'm like crying and, you know, it's all, everything was right back the way it was. So yeah. it, it took a while for us to get used to, you know, my therapist and I to get used to this, the new medium, but it's, it's good. It works. I, I am so appreciative that we're still able to one, see our clients, but also continue our, our own therapy. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the, just the advances in technology to be able to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. But I do miss, I do miss the real waiting room. Like I miss greeting my clients and walking them into my office. And I hope that I will be able to get that back soon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I wanted to wrap up again. You know, you said earlier, like, especially just around uh, everything that's happening in our country around just the innocent killings of black men and women. And I, one, I just wanted to tell you like how grateful, like I've known you for a long time and just the fact that you are willing to like step into that, you know, cause that is definitely not an easy, you know? No, it is not easy. Talk about feeling vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even as like, yeah, even for me as a non-black like person of color, like even trying to navigate that and, trying to like yeah uncover all the all the different stories and you know like yeah. all the things i grew up with and and what that meant and you know how you know my family like made it and you know all those sort of things like you know you guys made it so why can't everybody make it kind of thing you know and yeah all the, all the embedded sort of stories around that it's a lot of hard work and uh it is. i really am i mean even this has been such a hard season and a hard for our country and just for so many people. And I I do feel like, but it is encouraging to see like, Mm -hmm. you know, so many people wanting to do the work. Yeah. 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 Me too. Well, and I just appreciate your openness, you know, through SDC community and with us and healthcasters, just how how you're, you know, you're sharing that you're doing the work too. And that's, that's, that's really helpful. I think it's just, it, it inspires me to continue to walk down this path and, you know, I'm yeah, taking and taking a, it's called decolonizing your private, your private practice or something with uh, Shauna Murray Brown, I think it's her name, a therapist. So this is, I'm taking another step into this. So it's, it's a process. And yeah, it's a lot absolutely. of learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of learning, a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of realizations. And um, that's awesome. So, yeah. And, and I think another reason, again, why I think our own therapy and our own work is so important because, yes, you know, like none of our businesses exist in these vacuums, right? Like we are, our clients are navigating these real world things. We're navigating them as well. So, yeah. Uh, Biz, I'm just so grateful for you, grateful for this time. Uh, where can we learn more about you and the good work that you're doing in the world? Uh, thanks, Melvin. So uh, my website is progressioncounseling.com. And that also my 
podcast is housed there too, but you can find that at womanwarriors.com. And that's pretty much where you find me. <laughs> awesome. Uh, definitely put that on the show notes page. Yep. Um, Biz, thank you again for doing this. Oh, I so I so appreciate your asking me. And as always, it's great to talk to you, Melvin. Likewise. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks. Bye. Hey there, hope you enjoyed my conversation with Biz. And especially if you are in a season where you have been debating going to see a therapist and doing your own work, I hope that today's podcast session has been really helpful for you. I shared a little bit of this during the interview, but to be completely honest, one of the things that I have often struggled with in seeking out my own therapy, especially as I have gotten more in the field. So I became fully licensed in 2012, and it's been what, eight years now. And one of the things that I really struggle with is not being so overconfident in my clinical ability that I don't, I forget that I need to do my own work, right? And the importance of that. That's something that I too was taught in grad school. Um, I've learned it through some wonderful supervisors. And I don't know, I think doing my own work recently, especially in this season, has just been really healing. It's helped me navigate a lot of stuff. And yeah, it's been good. I encourage you definitely to take that take that leap forward, especially because we're just navigating such uncertain times for in this country, in this world, and especially for our businesses as well. Biz mentioned a number of resources. You can find that on the show notes page over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash session and the number 255. I wanted to invite you to download the free online course guide if you are thinking about launching an online course and just want some things that have been helpful uh, for me and some of the tough lessons that I learned along the way. You can again download that over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. And as I mentioned right at the beginning, we're actually starting a live cohort called Online Course School. This is a great opportunity to join with other therapists to validate and launch and record your online course. The best way to find out about this and to keep updated when the cohort launches is to download, again, the online course guide over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course guide. Have a great rest of your day, and I'm just so grateful for you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Selling the Couch podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.sellingthecouch.com. So if you've been listening to the STC podcast for a while or you've been listening to podcasts and you've had this thought of, Mel, I would love to launch my own podcast in order to grow my business, just wanted to encourage you to check out our free podcasting workshop, which is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop. You can basically sign up at a day and a time that works for you. It's 90 minutes. And when I do these workshops or when I record them, I truly believe in the quality teaching, so it's going to be well worth your time. We're going to go through gear recommendations and how to launch strategically and how to think about monetizing your podcast and how to line up your podcast with your existing offers and how to do it strategically and authentically uh, and not salesy and slimy um, and all of those things. So again, the link is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop.